coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. Hey, good Merry Christmas. You. Merry Christmas, everyone, and a happy uh, New Year. All right, with that said, man, there's a lot of fucking pissed off people with this, uh, in this John Jones thing. It's like, it's it's a nightmare. It's it's a, it's a nightmare what's happening. Can you imagine? So fill everyone in on what's happening. He, John Jones gets suspended three times, but now he's not suspended. But for some reason, they found some anabolic steroid in his system. So USADA, who the UFC hired to oversee things, said, it's okay. He's fine. It's just a little amount. It was from, it's left over from a long time ago. But the Nevada State Athletic Commission said, uh, no, he's, no, that's not it. He's tested positive, so he's not able to fight. In Nevada. So, so the UFC says, well, we kind of wanted to play fair. We wanted to, you know, we hired USADA and we, you know, pay USADA. So they're going to be okay. But now the commission is saying no, but we still want this fight to go on. So we'll just move it from Vegas to California. Have, does this ever happen before? That I've you never know seen of? You've never seen that? This has never happened before. It's kind this of a circus. It's worse than a circus, because you imagine that little family in fucking Michigan somewhere, and, and they saved all their money for the last five years just so they can go to UFC, so they buy their tickets and they're all going to go, it's their family vacation, once in a lifetime thing, they're going to get to see the UFC, and now it's changed. They might get their ticket back for the fight, but they're not going to get their airline tickets back. And they probably won't get their, their hotel tickets back. They're fucked. They are fucked completely. So how do you compensate for that? That's going to cost, I would say, without exaggerating, I bet you that's going to cost people in general, including the UFC, who has to redo everything. I bet you it cost $100 million. So how many people, where they were going to have this fight in Vegas, how many people... We're booked for this venue. How many people fill that venue? Do you know? Is it like uh, twenty thousand or something? It's a lot of people. Yeah, it said. Was it at the? Is it the uh, T-Mobile? I think it's. I think it's right around twenty, and I think. And, and I the think, forums holds about that many. I, I think, think yeah, the forums a little less than that, but. Uh, so who knows how many people have ruined ruined their finances because of this? Ruined their vacation. Ruined. So much a part of their life is all ruined because of one, one, just one person. Well, this fight is coming up. One person. is coming up Saturday, so it's not like it was a month ahead of time and you changed the venue. This is kind of last minute. Definitely. is a week. It's a, a week. A week notice, but it's, uh, it's right around Christmas time. I imagine it's not that easy to get new flights. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a nightmare. And then UFC having the logistics of all that, it's... it's why would they do that? It's like, 
How many times can you give one person? I mean, let me. What if? Can you imagine you walk in and you catch your wife fucking the neighbor? All right. So then it's like, okay, I understand. You had to do it that time. You one time you were, you were, you know. He came over and, and sparks flew. Okay. Now it happens again. And then again. How many times are you going to let that guy, that neighbor, fuck your wife before you finally say enough is enough? Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Anyway, uh, I don't know. Your analogies are always interesting. I think when you look at they have to make a decision of do you remove the fight which is obviously a crazy decision or do you just cancel the John Jones Gustafson fight or delay it for three weeks it sounds to me I tried to research this a little to bring the doctor's point of view to this discussion of he had steroids in his system that are illegal it got him a suspension this was from the DC fight from 18 months ago yeah I'm so sure he's been he's been checked since then so he got suspended and then it pops up in his urine again. And the only explanations I could find online were from people paid by the UFC, like Jeff Nowitzki. He's on the staff at the UFC. He's not on the staff at, at USADA. That say, oh, it's a pulsing effect, which means it's a leftover from his original... You know, he's already been punished 15 months or 18 months for his original infraction. And this is just leftover steroids in his system, and it's a trace amount you'd have to get an expert in steroids, but 18 months later to still have that in your system, you must have been using a lot of steroids to have that stuff, for them to be blaming that on old use. But, beside the point, like, if he, it's that, that far, right? But it's still in the system, so, so he still has an unfair advantage. If it's still in the system, he's still getting the benefits of it, Right. Well, to some degree. They're saying it's such a small amount that it doesn't mean anything. Well, then why are you doing it? And yeah, I think a lot of people use that steroid in micro-dosing amounts because they get the positive effects without all those negative side effects you can get from doing androgenic steroids. So they do this micro-dosing on purpose to get the health and strength benefits and recovery benefits without so many of the negative consequences. So I think that's how some of these illegal steroids are dosed. So they say, well, it's a small amount. It's you know, it shouldn't be doing anything. But why, if if he's really been clean, how you'd still have that small amount eighteen months later is interesting to me. If there's a real explanation for that, I don't really buy the UFC guy's explanation because he's, he's a UFC big. guy. So to have someone come out that's impartial or a third party and tell you, yeah, it's totally normal for it to still be there, and he's not getting a benefit from it versus. What Nevada wanted to do is they said, we need more time to research this. We can't license him to fight Saturday. He just turned positive. We need to find out what this means, which I think is reasonable for Nevada to do. They're the only ones that stood up in this case and said no, or at least not yet. Let's delay it. It's interesting to me, though, that California would allow it because that's where that fight was. I went and saw that fight between D.C., and John Jones, and the one he got popped for that he did his suspension for was in L.A., it, or it was in Orange County. Was it Anaheim? Yeah, it was somewhere, yeah, maybe it was Anaheim Center or something. So that happened in this state. So I find that interesting that California said it was fine. But to, to upend that many people's lives, plus all the fighters in the car, they're already in Vegas, right? To do, they have to get there a week ahead of time? 
Yeah, they have to be there. Uh, they have to be there tomorrow. They have they, to be there tomorrow. Oh, yeah. just for Saturday? Yeah. So did. maybe they didn't have to move. But they no, still... but everything was planned already. I'm sure their families were planned. Everybody, even the fighters, all their family, immediate family, their extended family, every fighter that's going, just about, it, their whole family's coming too. Now they have to change everything. And, and you know, every, every, uh, every spectator has to change everything. The UFC has to change every, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. It would, why not just change the main event? There's plenty of good main events out there. Plenty right well, now. Well, plus the co-main is hopefully going to be a better fight anyway. I don't know about a better fight. I mean, they're both going to be good, but they could have, they could have throw, uh, throw Cerrone in with anyone and it would have been a good fight. Throw, uh. Throw oh they could have made uh they could have put uh Nagano in put Nagano in with Kane Velasquez I mean there's so many people they could have thrown in last minute that they could have just paid extra that would have done it definitely why did they have to do this one fight this wasn't like the best fight ever it's just it boggles my mind that they that they were willing to spend tens or even a hundred million dollars and up. Up, just up, upheaval to everyone's life. It's just like, it's just uproot everything for this one fucking fight. It made no sense. Well, they have to have calculated how much money it meant to them on pay per view yeah. buys because people buying it on pay per view probably don't care where it is versus yeah. how much it's costing them to move the event. It's costing them a lot of negative press, too. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's making up, and I don't think they have to do that. I think, I think when, when, I think they are not driven solely by money like a lot of companies are. I think with Dana White in, in the helm, uh, he's always had billionaires behind him. Now he has billionaires behind him, and he's probably a billion, billionaire too. I don't think money is the only thing uh, that, that motivates the UFC. They, it, it, I don't think it is at all. So I, think, uh, I, think, I don't think they did the bean counter thing. I think they just decided... Now we're doing it. Fuck it. We're going to do it. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care how much inconvenience it is. We're just going to do it. I think it's just a stubborn thing. Have really you do. seen any reaction in the public that's happy they're keeping the fight going? No. I haven't. Not it's one. interesting. People that want to see this fight. Yeah. I also found it interesting. People really like John Jones, even all the stuff he's done. He has a big following still. So he maybe is. people are happy the fight's still going on. Yeah, they are. People, I mean, people like him and... He's a likable guy. He's a really likable guy. I mean, he really is. And uh, um, with that said, I mean, it's still, he's he's fucked up. And, and, you know, he's continuing to fuck up, I guess. But, I mean, he's still a likable guy. And he's, he's probably, he's probably the best MMA fighter that's ever lived, talent-wise. But I don't think you can, I don't think you can attribute that solely to him. Because he's been doing steroids. I mean, you can't say that. That would be like saying Arnold Schwarzenegger is the buffest guy ever. And, and discounting all the steroid use. Or saying Lyle Alzado is the toughest guy football player. All the steroids. Or you could say Jose Canseco is the best batter ever because of all the steroids. I don't think you can ever, with a straight face, if you have an IQ over 90, you cannot say John Jones is the best fighter ever. If you're gonna discounting his steroid use, you can't. You have to take that into consideration. If you don't take that into consideration, then you're you're like you have your head in the sand, or you have less than a double digit. You have a double digit IQ. Do you think DC should want to fight him again? 
No. I, I, don't I think, think he, he does. Should. I think he wants to fight him again. Because, like, no, because I could, I could beat, in his prime, I could beat Arnold Schwarzenegger if he didn't do steroids in a body contest with my physique versus his, but because he's done so much steroids, I don't want to compete with him. Do you think that's the same? Whatever. Anyway. I think it. people want to beat him. I think DC wants to beat him anyway yeah. before he retires. I don't think that's going to happen. I think sometimes people just have your number. There's sometimes... Okay, Ken Norton versus Ali. Ken Norton could beat Ali, but then everyone else could beat Ken Norton. But for some reason, he had Ali's number. There was a terrible match. And I think that's the... Excuse me, Morgan. We're doing a podcast right now. Can you be quiet? Thank you. Morgan's in the other room. But anyway, so that's how I feel about that. I think DC, uh, I think Jones just has DC's number. I don't know. It's 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 a it's the weirdest, if not the weirdest, is definitely one of the weirdest things ever. You got Carlos Condit on that card. You don't even need DC or uh, Gustafson. You got Carlos Condit fighting uh, uh, Michael Shisea, whatever is how you ever say that name. I mean, right there, that fight right there. I mean, you don't need anybody else. Then you got Nunez against uh, against uh, Cyborg. And then bring in one other one. Just I mean, that's all you need. This fight, this is the craziest thing ever. It's caused such, just, it's caused, it's wreaked so much havoc in so many people's lives just because, because they didn't want to change it. They just didn't, there was no reason for them. It's not, I mean, it's causing Dana a lot of, extra work but what else i mean that's that's what he does and i don't think i don't think it's, it's causing him any grief i really don't well we'll see what happens and see if he gets popped again after he fights <laughs> in california um well you had you went to fights already this last weekend right yeah we there had, were no ufc fights but john was at the fights yeah two of my amateurs fight it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting i had a girl fight and um whether you know whether I'm chauvinistic or not, a girl fight is much different than a guy fight if you're the, if you're the trainer, um, and if you're a trainer and you 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 don't you you don't admit that you're just lying, because uh, it's different. I'll tell you what's different. If she comes back with a cut, I'm stopping it. If my guy comes back with a cut, unless it's actually bleeding right into his eye, or it's 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 like gonna like kill him somehow. I'm just going to let him keep fighting, and then we'll sew it up later. But if she has a cut, I'm stopping it, right? Like, right then. So there is a big difference because she's a girl. With that said, she hits like a goddamn guy. I was holding mitts for her before the, before the fight, and I, I'm just realizing, this girl hits so hard, it's scary. And she was so tough. It was a really close fight. She came back. It was, it was even going into the third round. And she pulled out that third round big and won the fight. Is this your first female fighter you've had? No, I've had a couple of. No, I mean that's that have had fights and stuff. No, I've had a couple. Oh, okay. I've had, I've actually had a world champion, uh, um, and uh, um, but but this one I'm really close with. I think I was close. I'm closer to this one than I was the other ones. Um, so it's it's tough. And then I had a new new newcomer first fight. Um, doesn't even train all the time because he has a full-time job. He has other things going on, going to college. And he wanted to fight real bad, so I checked out his opponent, made sure he was, like, even. And they were pretty even. And uh, he went in there like, like uh, his name is Marvin. And um, 
He didn't even he didn't even get nervous. I wrapped his hands. I started warming him up. He was just so calm and cool. And then just like before he went out, he wanted to do a group prayer. And it's like he just seemed so calm. And they just walked out to the fight and just beat the shit out of the guy and won by second round KO. And he's just like it's like he's done it like a hundred times. It's it's pretty impressive. Nice. So we had a good week at the pit. Five five nine fights for guys. It's near Fresno, and they're called the five five nine fights. People like to use like there's area code all the time. Like gangbangers always like yeah oh two one three or whatever their area code is, and this fight company called it the five five nine fights because that's the area code. So I don't know. We should be like the eight oh five fight club or something. I don't know. Is that out in Fresno? Yeah, yeah. Well, the fight club is in the valley. He sometimes he has fights in Visalia or. Other little towns. This one was in Fresno. But usually he fights, uh, we fight in Visalia. So that's that. That's all that happened there. Um, I got connected with this guy. I don't know if you ever watched Master Wong. Google Master Wong. Most of you guys out there have seen him, obviously, because he has like a couple million uh, subscribers. on. In fact, if you want to subscribe to him, you have to pay. Like, if you go to subscribe... On you, what, on YouTube? Yes. You have to pay to subscribe yep. to this channel? Yeah, you wow. can check it out. So it's like four ninety nine a month. So you have to subscribe. And, and uh, he he does videos. He schedules them. And that's one thing he said that, that I need to do that I don't do. You need to schedule them specifically like three times. Even the time. He puts them out like Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday or something at a certain time. Um... And they're super entertaining. I mean, he's a self-defense guy. His 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 uh, his past experiences like Wing Chun. He's Chinese, short, little, stocky. I don't I don't know if he's short or not. To tell you the truth, but uh, stocky, muscular Chinese guy. But he has an English accent because he's he lives in England. He's lived there for like twenty years or something. And he has really really good videos. I've been like you know I've been I've been looking through his videos. But he found out about me. And he contacted me, and he wanted to start doing some things together. So I was like, okay. So we started talking, and he started, like, giving me hints, and, like, he's a mentor. It's like, wow, that's nice. He's been So he's gone through my videos. He goes, man, we're so much alike, man. You, We feel the same way, you know. Fuck him up, you know. You feel the same way. Hit him first and all that. And so we're going to be working together. We're going to do some videos together and some online chats together we should have him on our show i know we should we will well that would be fantastic i what did i think of that because it would be like you know it's because right talk to him he's so interesting so it's like right now like when i talk to doc right it's like i'm like adam carolla and he's more like dr drew right because he's more mild-mannered and he's you know more more level-headed and shit and i'm kind of more excitable and stuff so it's kind of like that but like with me and and if it was me and Master Wong, he'd be like he'd be like outgunned because I'd be like one side, we'd be like bookends, and he'd be like the book, and we'd be like ah get her, kill him man, he'd be like let's settle down, let's talk it out, you know. So that's kind of how. It Maybe goes. we'll have him on video. I know, yeah, it's right. funny as shit. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what we got going. Um, other than that, man, we got to go to these fight. Glover Texture is fighting soon. He's fighting. Uh, January 19th. That's less than a month away. Less than a month away. Do you know who he's fighting? Yeah. But I don't know the name. I can't say the name. I, I'll have to look him up. Yeah, look him up. But he's some. He's a new new guy. I think he has like two or three fights in the UFC. I think he has four fights in the UFC. I think he's two and two. 
but that should be interest, interesting. It's in Brooklyn, and uh, uh, thinking about heading out that way, I'm not 100% sure, but it should be interesting, to say the least. Oh, um, this will be on ESPN. Oh, is, is that deal. the first one on ESPN? Um, I don't know. It's their ESPN. It's one of their first ones because it's in January. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, that yeah, that should be interesting. Eon Kuda... Kudalaba. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. But it should be interesting. Glover. Pull on for Glover. Glover actually just opened a pit in Connecticut. So he's teaching our style. It's called Texera, um, Texera MMA and Fitness. And it's a pit. It's a pit affiliate. Like he used the pit logo. And he's using my curriculum. And uh, uh, he, he just had his first belt ceremony. You know, and all the students give the pit sign, and they wear the pit geese and stuff. Uh, so that's pretty. Uh, that's kind of an. It's an honor, and it's 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 really cool that he's loyalty like that to the pit. Um, so he's kind of transitioning. He's got a few good fights left in him. Um, he's still in his. I think he's mid to late thirties, so he's definitely not you know too old. But I think he's transitioning because he's running a full time gym now too. So he's. He's, he's going that route. Does but, he have a fight team, or does he have yeah. guys that want to fight? Yeah, he actually has a fight team. I think he has, like, a couple high-level guys in, in Bellator and the RFA or whatever they are now. So he has some pretty high-level guys. I don't think he has any higher guys in the UFC yet. So he's kind of, he's like, he's, he's trying to be an entrepreneur. He's trying to run his own gym, start his own gym, um, and do all the business side of it. And then he's doing the traditional belt system Hawaiian Kempo where where they get promoted and then he's running a fight team and and training to fight in the UFC that, that's the guy he's better have good time management I hope he goes to uh, like Franklin Covey or something and has a good he needs a good planner well I just like to see if you think he's winding his career down or he's gonna have a few more fights he's already got yeah, he's got a few more fights. He's, he's got, definitely he's got plenty to do when he's done. There's too. a lot of fighters that are that are entrepreneurial and and, and or just super busy. Like uh, Steve Miocek, the heavyweight champion for a while, he was working semi almost part t- uh, almost full time as a uh, as a firefighter paramedic, and his wife's a full time nurse, and he was juggling. And there's been other fighters along that have made it pretty high up the the. Uh, the rankings that have had other jo- that have had jobs on the side. Most fighters, when they when they make it to the top, like the top ten of the UFC, that's all they do. Uh, but someone like Glover, who's who seems to to do that pretty well, you just have to be really really a good. Uh, you have to you have to manage your time very well. Speaking of time managers, what kind of what kind of uh, seeing as you're a um, uh, orthopedic surgeon and and you and you have to balance a family life and go to games and run the family and 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 be I don't know the word is uh, by your wife brutalized by your wife who has kind of does that to you all the time I know the feeling um, so you you're busy what's your planning system what do you what do you plan your week or do you just let it fall into place well my week is very regimented for how my schedule is like i'm in the operating room certain days that are and they're planned out at least a month in advance and i'm in the office certain days so, so you don't plan your own office. so my office in or no i have some assistant okay. that does all that so i know my days are full 
And then I take call at the hospital on Thursdays, so I always keep my Fridays a little bit light so I can do surgeries and things that happen on Thursday. Beyond that, I don't really try to work on the weekend, so then, you know, we work out or we hike. And then I had to squeeze into my schedule, which was not easy, Hawaiian Kempo. So I have time that's carved out that's almost always not affected unless one of my kids has a game and then got to go to the game. <laughs> so so my, my schedule is full, and I always want time off, but if I get a day where I don't have much going on, I'm bored in about five minutes. So that's usually so how you, it goes. Uh, so your scheduling is kind of done for you for the most part because it's like at, at the office it's your it's your office planner or your or your or your nurse and then at home it's probably a lot of it's your wife right so you you plan i'm all just you busy plan, all the time yeah so all you plan is monday <laughs> wednesday six fifteen at the pit yeah and then i'm here oh and then podcast and then podcast so i have but that's always the same time usually that's except good. Except today, because it's Christmas Eve and it's a holiday. It is, but we're so here. So we're here anyway. That's how much we love this. So I do have to bring up something interesting my dad told me. So he, you know, we talked like a month ago on this podcast about my dad published a book. It's called uh, Driving with a Teenage Brain. So it's a for, written for brand new drivers and also for their parents, which for my dad was very personal to him because I have three kids that were all, or four kids, but three that were getting close to driving. So he wrote a book and published it. And we talked about it on our show. He said he sold more books in the last month than he has in a, that he ever has. So thank you to anyone listening to the podcast that bought his book. It's a good book. so uh, And it's a great book for you to read and for and your kids to linked. read. But, uh, but thank you because yeah. uh, he came to my house. He just got here the other day for Christmas. He's like, hey, I don't know what you guys said on your podcast, but I've sold more books than I ever have in the last month. So that was pretty cool. So this was the only place we talked about it. So it'll be more. Cause it, so you're very be powerful, John. You have a very powerful persona. Pers yeah. yeah. So thank you. Some people say ab abrasive. Some people say... <laughs> I was choosing some a people, nicer word. Some people say irritating. <laughs> and my wife usually says boring. But thanks. Whatever. I'll, what take, I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas. And uh, Merry I'm Christmas sure to you guys. we'll get to talk about this John Jones fight next week. Yeah, I can't as wait. As exciting as it'll be. All, All right, right, John. Good All to right, see you, man. Merry Christmas.